Welcome to our Engaging Influencers podcast, where we at Ablaze Malawi aim to illustrate the significance of living an influential Christian life and how one could impact society. We do this by bringing real life situations and stories to illustrate just how essential this is to the everyday Christian life. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning. Welcome to another session of Engaging Influencers with your host, Shantla Dakar. So I'm sharing this episode on Monday morning because um, I have a sore throat and it was so severe last night that it was really hard for me to record. So uh, I can still feel the pain. But I have to keep up to the schedule because it's our goal that every week in 2022, we should be able to share an episode. So I believe you bear with me. I'll try my best to make sure that I used to have a good experience listening to this episode. But trust me, the Holy Spirit has still come through. And there's content that's so valuable for you. And I know there's even strength to speak. Like, I just have my best voice right now. So, I trust God for that. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, thank you for this time that you've given us so that we can have another moment in your presence to learn from you what being a great leader is as shown from the examples that are found in the Bible. So, Lord, we pray that whatever lessons shall be learned today, may they become practical in our lives. We don't want this for knowledge's sake, God. We want this for implementation's sake, to be built up as such, and to be able to be leaders who shall act accordingly, changing the world with our right decisions, with our faith in you, and with our diligent actions. So we thank you and we bless you for this time. In the name of Jesus, I've prayed. Amen. So continuing with the series, Leadership Lessons from Bible Characters. Today we'll be looking into the leader, Gideon. So Gideon, if you want to find out more about his life and his story, you'll find it from the book of Judges, chapters 6 to 8. So read all those three chapters and in the very end, you're going to find a story that will inspire you. And the most beautiful part about this story, is not about Gideon. Because sometimes when he started these characters, the focus is put on the characters. But in studying the life of Gideon, you find out that the focus is so much on God himself. The one who calls out the leaders, he builds the leaders. And who perfects the leaders. So, so many times when people are going out there, they'll try to ignore the God factor in our development. Um, it seems like we are very religious when you bring up the point of God. But the Bible says, if you deny me in front of me, I shall deny you before my father. So it's not wise if you're a born-again Christian and you go out there and you try to put God in your pocket. 
so that people shouldn't see him. Let people know it is God who called you, who built you, who, perf who is perfecting you. Let people know that without God, there's nothing good as far as leadership is concerned in your life. You cannot do anything by yourself. Let people know how God is making the whole difference in your leadership. So Gideon shows us perfectly how the bigger part of our leadership is not us. It's not what we do. It's not how we give ourselves to this process. The bigger role, it's what God does in us and through us. So at the end of the day, whether you're a leader or not, everyone is a vessel. And whatever is being done, that is good. That is changing the world. It is God doing that work in us. Let's never forget the God factor. Without wasting time, Gideon, his name may mean any of the following. A hua, a fella, or pretty much in, in broken down terms, someone who cuts down. It comes from the root where I think the people that were coming to cut down trees as carpenters, that's the one that were addressed as Gideons. It can also be referred to as a great, a great warrior. So what we find out is that he also had other names. Uh, he was also known as Jerubah and Jerubesheth. Gideon was a leader. He was a judge. And he was also a prophet. Whose calling and victory over the Midianites is what described his leadership. So as much as the Bible describes, describes him as timid Gideon is known as the greatest leader of all the 15 judges that are written down in the Bible so what you find out as you go through the story of Gideon is that with 300 men God had used him to defeat an army force of 135,000 men that's a ratio of 450 to 1 so it's an interesting story. Go read it. And when I say 300 men, I don't mean he went and fought against 135,000 men. No, they didn't even fight. All they did was just brought trumpets and praise God. And God brought confusion in the enemy's camp and they ended up killing each other, things like that. So it was God who fought the war. But still, there's a lot to learn from his life. So what are the leadership lessons from the life of Gideon? So actually, in this episode, I only have three. Uh, it's quite different from the other episodes because I was like, you know, talking about five, six points, but in this one, it's just three. So the first one, the first lesson that we learn is that the least qualified capable and expected can make great leaders too so it doesn't matter if you start out looking like you are not the best candidate for leadership in life with god there's hope for everyone in becoming a great leader gideon was not the was the least in his family which was the least in their tribe, and a tribe that was the least in all Israel. And yet now he's considered the greatest of all the 15 judges. So the point here is, 
you as a leader, you can believe in yourself because God believes in those who he calls to lead. Don't underestimate your capabilities. You are capable of achieving beyond your widest dreams. There's nothing too big for you. There's nothing too hard for you. Why? Because God is for you. If it's not too big for God, if it's not too hard for God, then it is easy for you. Because he's the one who called you. He's the one who goes before you. Let your confidence be in God. The source of your confidence will determine how long it will last and will determine how much you achieve. So put your confidence in God. People who trust in God know that my limitations are nothing as long as I have a limitless God. My impossibilities are nothing as long as I have a possible God. Let that be your attitude. Look unto God in your journey of leadership. Don't just see on yourself. It's not enough to read so many books. It's not enough to attend all the seminars in the world. It's not enough to have the best mentors. There's always a limit to the knowledge that we have. There's always a limit to the experience that we have. There's always a limit to the strength that we have accumulated. There has to be a point where when we come to an end of ourselves, we have to allow God to begin, and that's when the impossible is achieved. To live a limitless, a life of limitless possibilities, you need to be rooted in the limitless God. The second point is, our leadership becomes limited when we can't lead ourselves. So what you notice is that before Gideon was sent out to lead his people in war against another nation, God first instructed him to do with the idols in his own hometown. So before you can take on external challenges as a leader, please first examine the potential problems in your own soul, your own family, your own business, or your own company. Our leadership is often limited because we can't lead ourselves. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. So don't be oblivious to your weaknesses. Don't be oblivious to your limitations. Don't be oblivious to your lack of resources. Be able to know where you fall short. That knowledge is halfway to victory because the next thing will just be determining the path to take, to take the direction, where to go and get the resources, the people to meet, to make sure that your dreams, your assignment, your vision is achieved. So learn to lead yourself. Self-leadership is everything. Most leaders, they are always busy about other people. Always busy about other issues, forgetting themselves. Take time to pray for you so that you can always be in the right spirit. Take time to read the word of God so that your faith can always be strong. Take time to wake out so that your health can always be intact. Take time to read so that you are always full of knowledge. You are relevant as a leader. Take time to develop yourself. Take time to deal with your weaknesses. Take time to strengthen your strengths. That's what keeps great leaders 
going. Finally, what you learn is that great leaders lead by faith and not merely by strength. You see, Gideon only had an army of 300 soldiers against the 135,000 enemy soldiers. It was impossible to win by strength, but they managed by faith. We achieve the impossible by faith and not just by strength. It's good to be strong. It's good to build yourself up. But let your confidence not be in how much money you have, in how good your team is, in how big your population is, because everything in life, as far as God is not involved, is capable of disappointing you. We have seen great warriors who had big armies losing in war. If you go back in history, people like Napoleon. We have seen great companies falling out of competition and a company out of nowhere, small, but it rises up and becomes the next main thing. Strength is not always a guarantee of victory. Strength is not always a guarantee of progress. You have to believe in times when you are faced with impossibilities. That's the only way to be able to do with impossible things in life. Because if you know that I don't have enough people to do this, I don't have the best team to handle this. In times like that, Dwell on faith. Be rooted on faith. It will lift you up. It will give you the necessary boost. And it will make the impossible possible. Why? Because it's not just faith in what we're doing. It's not just faith in you. It's faith in God. With God, you are a majority. It doesn't matter if you are 300 people. But with God, you are a majority. It doesn't matter if you don't have the best skills. With God, you're a majority. It doesn't matter if you don't have all the money in the world. With God, you are the majority. So stop looking at your deficiencies. Stop looking at what you like. Stop looking at your shortfalls. As much as you have to recognize them, but stop focusing on them. And start looking at God. Start focusing on God. Start believing in God. The only way we achieve impossible things is when we put God first. Because with Him, all things are possible. I'll end it here today. I hope you have had valuable time learning from these lessons. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the link. Or comment on Facebook or whatever, wherever you're going to see the link to this. Otherwise, I wish you a blessed week. May God make you win in this week. May God make you impact so many lives in this week. May God grow you. May God excel you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Stay blessed.